Welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Pull List, where we occasionally talk about comics, movies, sometimes TV shows, or video games. I'm your host, Lex Wilridge, along with my buddy Murph, and each week you can catch us rambling on about all of your favorite topics. If you enjoy this podcast, think about subscribing and reviewing on any platform that you're active on. Alright, welcome back ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back Merv. What's up buddy? Hey man. How's it going? It's going good. I I swear, I don't know what it is about iPhones, but they build these things to last 23 months, and then they don't work anymore. Yeah, well yours is a little past 24 months, 23 months. Yeah, I think I'm at like 123 months with this thing. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Literally... I you know, like on on Android phones or any other phones, you can take the bat on most phones. You can take the battery out. I think that like a lot of the phones collect a certain amount of lead or whatever from just over usage, and you can't like take out the battery to do any maintenance to it. So it's like that's one of the problems with it. Well, Apple's so like restrict, like top secret about their. It's just a cell phone, but like they're super secret yeah. about it, so you can't do anything with it. Like I literally have one of those little power packs. And for example, I was just watching a video about the Polar Express. Um, long story. Were you, watch, were you watching the Polar Express or were you watching a video about the Polar? So Express? I watched Polar Express because it's Christmas oh, okay. time, and she wanted, you know, the, the, Lily wanted to watch Polar Express, so we watch oh. it. And then I had to, you know, do what I normally do: watch a little video about all the theories and stuff about it. Oh my um, god! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The internet is real. But anyways, so my <laughs> phone was on. Amazing. My own, my phone was on fifty six percent battery. The mm-hmm. video was six minutes long. At three minutes long, the indicator came up saying that my phone was under under twenty percent charge. <laughs> There's no way, man. I literally can't go. Like I am just the guy that's plugged in all the time. I'm on the line all the time. Yikes! That's rough stuff. It's super annoying. Ugh. What else is going on with you besides uh, your crappy phone? Oh, nothing. Just a little bit of that every time every time hopefully one day they'll sponsor us i mean hey we're trending that way so yeah speaking of sponsors we actually uh, anchor has this really cool thing now where they're they're pairing people together with sponsors which usually usually it takes like you know remember i sent you those statistics where it's like fifty thousand downloads or something stupid like that to even be considered for a sponsor so it's kind of cool that they're doing that yeah that is pretty cool because we're like 45,500 away. Yeah, we're really, we're just shy of getting that first, but we got it. We got the first official podcast. The first one was, or podcast sponsor. The first one was Anchor. So they threw us a bone and said, oh, we'll, we'll, we'll let you do that for us. No one was picking us. So they decided to feel, you know, sorry yeah, for they, us. They felt bad for us. They, we were yeah. the ugly kid at the prom that the, that the hot chick danced with. Out of yes. Pity. <laughs> but then we got another one uh from a company called flipboard so that's pretty cool i'm sure everyone heard it at the beginning of this um it's pretty awesome right. we're, we're moving up in the world streak. i mean yeah, yeah what can i say we're uh we're on a two-game win streak here yeah we we had a goal which the original goal was to just get someone to listen to this thing before 2019 and, and then we got a few lessons when we first started going and then we set a goal for to have 500 listens before 2019, which at the time was it was pretty lofty. We did not think it was going to happen at all. Even a couple weeks ago, we didn't think it was going to happen. But this week we hit 500 plus, 
So that's pretty awesome. What are we at now? What's our actual? Uh, I think it's five fifty. Holy moly! Do I feel like Mark yeah. Zuckerberg right now when he got one million Facebook? Whatever happened? Nah, I don't think. I think I feel like Mark Zuckerberg whenever before Facebook. So he's kind of a nerd. Well, he's really smart too. So I guess not. I don't. He's kind, like Mark Zuckerberg. He's kind of a jerk, isn't he? I think so. I think he's an alien more than anything. He's there. Has a lot of really funny videos with him, like barbecuing and stuff. He's just a weird guy. I think those those guys all is it okay? Are they weird or is it their brains function at such a higher level that they seem weird? So they're probably just like, oh, I'm surrounded by stupid people all the time. Well, it's probably an alien, and so he doesn't his his customs aren't the same. So he's trying to just. Uh, immerse himself into like a americana but he it just doesn't work because he's awkward he's the alien he created facebook so he can monitor all the humans on earth it makes sense if you think about it yeah i also heard he doesn't take shits so (laughs) (laughs) oh you're a billionaire i don't think you have to i think you just have somebody come and suck it out of your butt your butt yep where you going my anal cleansing (laughs) that's disgusting what is wrong with us pretty gross it's pretty gross what else we got um Dang, yeah, that's all. You got a spoiler of the week this week? Yeah, I do, actually. So I don't know if everybody heard, but Daredevil on Netflix has been canceled, and that was like the best one out of all those kind of sucky Marvel Netflix shows. Dang, I bet he didn't see that coming. I bet. Oh, <laughs> I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, uh, it, it sucks. That was a good one. And I actually just finished the season three, so... It really sucks. It's like these people, I mean, I guess they might have had a, a idea that it might happen since all the other shows got canceled, but they had plans for season four. Why does that stuff keep getting canceled? Like, are they just making, getting ready for their Disney Marvel shows? Well, I, I imagine that's what it is. And I don't know if it's uh, Netflix canceling them to say, you know, screw it since Disney's doing their own thing. Or Disney's canceling because they're they're being kind of ominous about it. They're saying that there there's some loose conversations saying that you know it's not the last you'll see of the Power Man and Iron Fist, and it's not the last you'll see of. Daredevil. So they're gonna bring so, them over to Disney. So there's they're probably gonna do like this big announcement at Comic Con that don't worry, these characters are coming back to the Disney Channel where we have more money to make the shows even better than on crappy Netflix. <laughs> Man, Disney is taking over the world. They already took over the world, man. Dude, I can't. Oh my gosh. Their Uh, other shows, uh, they had a they had a conference. The Russo brothers had a conference. They had some kind of Disney conference the other day, and they were answering all kinds of questions. So apparently, they said Loki was really dead, and they said that they wouldn't be surprised if Chris Evans wasn't done with Captain America yet. So, so the Russo brothers, the directors of Avengers, Avengers one and two. Yeah, Avengers. They did uh, Infinity War too, and they did uh, Captain America: Winter Soldier. They're great. They're really good. Yeah, they they do the best of those. I mean, most of those are pretty good. But they do the best out of all of them. Absolutely, I agree. So this episode of the podcast is actually pretty cool. It's our tenth episode. Did not expect to get here. Dang ten. It's been a, it's been a stupid road, and. And we're going to kind of do like a, not a celebration. You know, we hit our goal early, which that's kind of cool. We we made it to 10 episodes. So that's kind of a milestone. Yeah, we got excited and, and came early. 
there are all kinds of little milestones for a huge podcast. It's kind of stupid. They're like, oh man, these guys are really excited about making forty cents on an ad and hitting five hundred listens. That's lame. But literally forty cents for someone that's never done it before. It's really exciting. So yeah, because we're just this, like two like regular Joes, man. Like my cell phone doesn't even stay charged. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I have like the worst audio in the entire world. And I have the newest phone, so it's like, what are we doing? Hey, man, and we're then, like the, uh, what are those, underdog Cinderella story. Yeah, we're like yeah, we're like a Cinderella story. And then a year from now, hopefully we'll have 501 listens, oh, 551 listens. We're like a tale that's old as time. Oh, my gosh. See, no. what, see what I did there? <laughs> Absolutely not. Beauty and the Beast? But this episode, we're going to do... Oh, okay. <laughs> this episode, we got some some people that called in, some questions, uh, some some of our lovely, I, w- I don't want to say fans because that word's kind of cringy. So uh, some of our lovely friends called in some questions, and we are going to take the episode and answer them. And and throughout time, throughout the you know if questions come in, I think we'll do like a question at the beginning of every episode. So if someone calls in, we'll say, oh, you know, we'll just start the episode straight up with a question. We'll answer it, and then we'll go into listening to Murph talk about his weird stuff and his lame spoiler alerts. Uh, they are kind of lame, aren't they? <laughs> I hope nobody asks any questions about math. About like any math questions? Yeah, it could be tough. Yeah. Well, there's no spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, you don't know math. So, or quantum physics, that would be tough. I don't want any, well, any quantum physics questions. People, I think most people have problems with that. So, if you guys don't mind, I think we'll just jump right into our questions. Right? Is that cool with you, Murph? Yeah. Oh, wait. You know, I just thought of something. Um, so, I listened to last week's episode, and I noticed huh? and I noticed in the episode before that. So, as you know, we have sponsors now. So, our studio is not, like, finished yet. They're still remodeling the inside of it at the mm-hmm. top floor of the Rockefeller uh, Center. So, I actually recorded mm-hmm. my living room. And I last week, I noticed a couple points I heard it. I have these uh, two dogs. I could hear them running around. And I also had, like, the sniffles. I was like, Mr. McSniffles. So Yeah, your allergies are bad. Yeah, I just want to, you know. Are you sick? Or are you, are you at allergies bad? You know, I don't know what I am. Um, I'm, okay. <laughs> I guess there goes that mind-blowing question. Yeah. What the, hell, what the <laughs> hell are you? <laughs> well, your dogs are cool. They, they're, are they there right now? Yeah, they're right actually now? laying on the ground right beside me. But uh, if they hear any, but, like, spooky cat burglars, they're definitely going to go outside and bark at them. So. That's because they're cats. Those dogs are those dogs are the worst. Everybody says that, but they're great dogs. They're Weimaraners. So oh, I know those <laughs> dogs are the absolute worst. Shout out to the Wyme, the Wyme crime yeah, people. Please. Okay, so our first question is brought to you by someone that actually has been listening to the podcast from the very first episode. He's a he's a very well dressed. Uh, I think a fashion influencer would be a, a proper term for him. He's a pretty popular guy on the Sharp internet. dude. Real sharp. He's a sharp guy. Yeah. Very, very talented with uh, the way he dresses, and he's very articulate. And he's our first caller, so we'll just jump right into it. Hi, this is the Frisky Gents. Um, love your podcast, by the way. I would like to know the nerdiest thing you've ever done. So, what is the nerdiest thing we've ever done? Murph, do you want to go first? I don't know if you're, uh, you got your story lined up. Uh, the nerdiest thing I've ever done. 
you go ahead. Go first. Go first. Okay, so the nerdiest thing I'd have to say that I've ever done. I mean, I'm a nerdy person just in general. So my whole life is is nerdy. I, I collect comic books. I watch a lot of cartoons. I watch any nerdy movie that comes out. I mean, I'm just a, a general nerd. So it's really hard to pinpoint one. But I really sat and thought about it. And there was a day in August 2008. Whoa, it's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's the nerdiest thing. I would have to say, if I look back, I'd be like, ugh. That's kind of, it's kind of nerdy. Uh, Murph and I, we went to see a little movie called Ugh. Star Wars: <laughs> Clone Wars at the movie theater. It was like a random day during the week, at like in the afternoon, and we get in this movie theater, and there is not a single person in that movie theater. <laughs> not, I mean, no one. And I don't know how that movie did, you know, at the box office, but that wasn't a good sign. So. Instead of, you know, just, you know, the, the, the usual thing you do is you skip a seat whenever you, whenever you go with your friends to the movie theater. Uh, Murph and I sat in the, the dead center of that theater and we sat right next to each other and we watched this. We paid money to watch this cartoon Star Wars movie where no one else was. We had the theater to ourselves, private viewing. That was the nerdiest thing I'd have to say. Like the nerdiest not cool thing that I've ever done. Without a doubt. What about you? <laughs> uh, that one's pretty good. So I was going to check I, real I'm quick. Glad, yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad we could tie both of us in that one too. Yeah, mine doesn't tie you in the one I was thinking of. I kind of feel stupid. What was that one called? It was Star Wars Attack of the, Cl- the Clone Wars? It was just Star Wars Clone, Star Wars, Clone Wars. It did $35 million at the box office, according to boxofficemojo.com. Uh, we must have saw it on the last day, I guess. Yeah, 35000 Opening theaters, it only did $14 million, and it um, averaged about $3,000 a, a week, I'm guessing. I mean, I'm not really sure. It's pretty good for a cartoon movie, though. It grows $35 million, though. It's pretty good for a cartoon movie, though. Whereas The Force Awakens grossed 900 million. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, those few years later, they had a little bit more. Well, I guess they did. Disney, that was after Disney. Ugh. Disney put their, their Midas touch on them. So, nerdiest thing you've ever done. Go. Um, okay, so this is really oh, this is so embarrassing. Um, so, mine was on October 14th. Uh, I'm just kidding. I don't know what day it was on. <laughs> So there was this girl that I liked. Ugh, this was like 14 years ago. I don't know. I was in high school. Okay. And Old I name. lived on this street that ran in next to a street that was called Mistletoe. Mm-hmm. And, oh, my God. So we, like, went on this walk because the internet really wasn't around then. And, like, I don't know. We were going on a walk, and I, like, hadn't kissed her yet, and I wanted to kiss her. So I, like, walked. We, like, stood at the street corner of, like, Mistletoe and whatever the other street was. And I, like – Thought I was being real slick to like point out that we were under mistletoe, and then I went to kiss her, and she just started laughing. Yikes! So, that's the that might be the saddest thing. <laughs> I felt like a nerd though afterwards, right? Like, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Oh, God, man, yeah, absolutely. I don't know why that comes to mind, but uh, yeah, that's, that's, uh... that's pretty nerdy. That's pretty nerdy. Nerd alert! Dang, so I feel, I feel bad for you now. 
I kind of do too. Boy, this is starting off great poor, for me. Poor, poor young Murph. Mine was a little cooler. At least we were grown ups and could pay for movies by ourselves. Yeah, at least it was two <laughs> dudes sitting in a movie theater next to each other. <laughs> yeah, I guess when you say it like that, I guess. I was over there trying to smooch on girls. <laughs> nope. What a nerd. <laughs> I mean, she did kiss me, but like it was just. Uh, but after she made you feel bad about yourself. Yeah, in the movies, it always works out for the guy or girl. What? what? It always works out for the girl? She right? gets kissed. <laughs> that, yeah, that she whether she wants it or not. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird way to frame it. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that being said, let's jump into the next question. This is uh, this is Elder Taco. Uh, I had a question for for Lex. I was wondering, you're a super talented artist. Uh, I, I love your work. Uh, what's your least favorite body part to draw? Hmm. So the hardest parts or hardest thing to draw. Uh, before I answer that, Murph, do you? I mean, what is your? What's the hardest thing for you? Is it penises or anything? Yeah, all the penis flavored, flavored, <laughs> all the penis shaped things. Jesus. Well, uh, see you later, everybody. I gotta go. I gotta go. Oh, um, drawing all of it. All of it. Yeah, that's like, the hardest oh, part of drawing. Any- anything withdrawn yeah, you should see my stick figures so you can't draw stick figures i don't believe that i feel like everybody can draw just like you have to do it you know what i mean uh, i know that people hate when people say that but it's like a thing that you have to just do it's easily learned i I'm, mean you don't like I'm doing terrible. drugs but if you just do them it makes it easy <laughs> i mean yeah i think drugs aren't hard to do <laughs> this thing's more of a preference was that a so good analogy hard- no. Uh, okay. Don't do drugs, kids, boys at and all. girls, at all, ever. So the hardest thing for me to draw, I would have to say, are hands and feet. I know it's supposed to be one answer, but I would say, you know, hands and feet. And it's not so much the fact, like, not so much, like, still open hand or uh, just like a flat foot, but more specifically, the, like, the contour and motion. So, like, a like a foot that's uh, stepping off to run or like a clenched fist or like a half clenched fist or like a thumbs up to me, those things are the hardest things to draw. And it's just, I don't know. I just don't do it enough. I think, uh, but they're really hard. I want to practice more on them. And so in 2019, I have a few different plans to kind of like uh, improve. I'm going to do something really stupid, like draw a hundred hands, a hundred feet, a hundred faces every night uh, until I get good at it. So hopefully it doesn't take too long because I don't want to do that forever, but we'll see. I mean, all that should be really easy. Won't, don't you just put your hand and foot on the paper and trace it? I mean, that's no, I'm not, I'm not making childhood turkeys. I'm, dr- I'm trying to draw. I mean, to me, that seems pretty easy. Just put your hand on the paper and draw it. Like how hard is that? Um, it's oh my gosh! I'm gonna have to hire some hand models just to hang out in my house and just do like a peace sign and the West Side sign, maybe a thumbs up, thumbs down. Shocker! That's gonna get expensive. Shocker! <laughs> That's gonna have to get real expensive. It's Open gonna be horns. real. It'll be real handy when you get done with it, though. Oh my gosh! Wait, do you have a do you have a foot analogy or a foot pun? Uh, you'll be able to kick those drawings in the butt afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> okay. that was on the spot yeah, I, hope, I, I hope 
Elder Taco. I hope that one answer. I hope that was a good enough answer for you. But yeah, hands and uh, I guess a short side answer, feet as well. And then I'm not a, a really good artist. I appreciate that. That's really thoughtful. I'm really untrained. So I agree with Murph. Uh, damn near everything is hard for me to draw. It just takes a lot of uh, erasing and a lot of tracing and a lot of paying someone else to draw it for me and then calling it my own. That's the way I like to do it. <laughs> That's the way we do it in America, baby. If it's broke, don't fix it. Just buy a new one. Yeah, just make someone else do it. Yeah. All right, let's jump into the next question. Okay, so one superpower. I'm sure a lot of people, uh, like even being kids, have had this conversation. I feel like this is a normal like sixth grader boy conversation at recess. And then it grows to be like drunken guys at a bar talking about what superpower they would have. I'm sure that's how that's how it happens in my life or has happened in my life. Well, uh, wh- yeah, that I would agree to that bar banter. Yeah, why don't you lead us this one? What you got? So I really wanted to do like teleporting. I thought that would be cool, but yep. then I thought about that movie Jumper with Hayden Christensen, and he was kind of a wimp in that movie. Like he was like a heartthrob boy band guy that was like whining all the time so i don't think it was connected to his powers though but yeah he was kind of a wimp he didn't sell it he didn't sell it very well yeah and then i thought you know and then i was like well sam jackson could show up and just kick my ass and like grab my spine as i try to teleport so i don't want to do that so you're basing off of a movie the only thing Uh, the only thing about teleportation for me would be like uh i would probably teleport myself like halfway through a wall or like, you know, something dumb, like... And get stuck? Like, or get chopped in half, you know, or teleport somewhere where my leg gets stuck through a wall or a car door or something, and then my leg's gone. Like, knowing me, you know, get drunk, and then you're like, oh, look at me, I can teleport, I can teleport. Trying to show up? Yeah, and then I'd be dead. Teleport my head through something and chop my head off. That'd be my problem. I think I would just try to teleport to heaven. Yeah, and then you just fall from the sky. <laughs> and then, <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's the key to heaven. So I, I thought that. Then I thought, well, you know what else would be cool is being able to shoot like sparks out of my hands, like fireworks. That's you the know? lamest thing I've ever heard. So you'd be Jubilee from the X Men, the worst X Men in history. You want to be Jubilee? Hmm. Wow. But then no wonder you I thought about it cartoon. some more. <laughs> we need to do another we need to do another poll i still think that people will i barely lost we can do Anyways, a whole debate episode about jubilee x-men the animated series okay i'll prepare Deal. a solid defense on why it sucks uh okay so i thought about it <laughs> what'd you land on flying how original right flying but still another superpower that would be on my list of worst superpowers to have why? I could just fly away from anything if I needed well, to. You give me your reasoning on why it, why you picked flying. Well, what if somebody was standing up on the Golden Gate Bridge to take a picture and they accidentally slipped and fell off? I could fly in there and save them. Okay. What other practical? Okay, let's say practical daily life. You Would you fly to work? Would you? Yep. I would be good on the ecosystem. I'd go yeah. green for sure. I'd okay. save gas. Well, I mean, humans do emit carbon dioxide, so I would still contribute that. But, but not uh, as much as any, the car. Anyways, or, anyways, yeah, anyways, as- yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess the fuel, I only be paying for fuel for like what I put in my body, you know? And I wonder like certain, f- if you eat certain things, does it make you fly faster? And okay. you know, like, 
like do vegetables make you perform better and like sugar like bog yeah. you down you would think so because yeah. it would you would think of these superpowers as like a uh like your uh, body's a, a motor of its you know functions and yeah it would be like you know, so, you know like a, a process like you'd have to you know you, to make your brain stronger you have to do like exercises you have to do certain yeah. drills and stuff so yeah it would be the same thing you like the flash the flash eats all the time right but he's every time in the in the cart in the comics and like the cartoons he's always eating like junk food yeah well because he has to eat a lot it's like michael phelps my, my, have you seen michael phelps diet that guy eats like twelve pizzas a day and like thirty-seven eggs and like all kinds of crazy. Isn't that stuff. the, isn't that the swimmer guy? Yes. I thought he just smoked a lot of weed. That's how he's able to swim. Well, fast. maybe that's why he ate so many sandwiches and stuff, like Shaggy from Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh, dude, those guys are definitely stoners. <laughs> they have to be. Okay, so flight. So what how about the hell okay, did we so get there? About, okay. What flight. about with your when you're traveling with your wife and your future kid? Would you? Would you drive your car or would you try to hold them? Because then you'd need super strength. Well, what I would do is I would build like a device with like a hot air balloon mm-hmm. and like make a trailer, like not a giant hot air balloon. And I would definitely avoid power lines. Um, RIP those okay. people in New Zealand. Anyways. This is turned into an expensive power. So then I would just tow them along. You know what I mean? Mm. But then do you have to wear like, do I have to wear heavy jackets? Do I need to breathe oxygen yeah. at a certain it's, altitudes? Uh, okay, so this is my problem do I have with to, flying this is why do i have I to get clearance from the faa like what are we doing here well i mean i think at this point if you have superpowers i think it's safe to say that a lot of people do we're just we're just going to say that about this alternate reality where we gain these powers oh wait everybody has <laughs> abilities well i'd say a few people i'd say it's like you know some oh, people mind control then. people <laughs> okay you already pictures you can't <laughs> you can't pick another one it's just bur- i can have it my way damn it <laughs> So flying to me would suck because one, the oxygen. So I don't feel like you could fly that high. And that's kind of a nitpicky one because it's a superpower, so it's made up anyways. But the one thing that Is would, it made up though? Okay. The one thing that would bother me about flying would be all of the bugs. So if you're flying at a certain speed, you're hitting bugs and bugs and bugs and bugs. They're all over your face. They're all over your eating them, they're all over your body. Okay. There's no way to avoid them. But as we learned in the documentary about Hancock, he just wore like goggles. Yeah, but what about his mouth and his clothes? You just keep it shut and wear like one of those flight suits, man. I don't know. So you have to wear now. You have to wear a flight suit. So now you have to buy a flight suit. It can't be cheap. Well, pilots wear flight suits when they fly. Yeah, and speaking of flying job. not being real, people fly every day. So okay. like a human being floating with like bird bones and flying okay no 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 i don't want wings i just have the ability like soup think superman like i could just fly no i'm just saying your bones are your bones are made out of or they're like bird bones that way you can so i flap my arms you don't have to flap your arms you just have to have hollow bones so you can stay in the air no i would it would be like more like power like super (laughs) think superman not i'm not a bird that's lame Okay. So, Birds aren't even mammals. So, I don't know what they are. So my power. Okay. So we're going to go. Originally, I was going to say telepathy. Lame. I was going to say. Be, I was going to say because I can just do whatever I want. You know. So flying with your mind. Okay. Original. Well, no, not to, telekinesis is moving things with your mind. But you could move yourself too. But but telepathy is like mind control. So I can just make people believe what I want them to. I can just do whatever I want. People can just make people just do whatever, you know, complete mind control over everybody in the world. So you just want to be a bully. 
that was my original thought process. But I don't like to, I wouldn't like to overpower myself like that. Just like in real life. That's why I eat so many donuts and so many pizzas because I don't like to be too powerful. You don't want to, you don't want to be like in really good, healthy condition. I don't want to be. I don't want to be too healthy. I don't want to make other people feel bad. I don't want to be so healthy that I make other people feel bad. I no, get it. No one likes that. So I wouldn't I want to. I wouldn't want a power that I could just. It, I would. I feel like I would get bored with it. You know what I mean? Like, what would be the point? There'd be no challenge for you because you can just make everybody do whatever you want. Unless some guy came along with a helmet that wouldn't let you control his. Yeah, that's bullshit. The Magneto helmet thing is bullshit to me. Hey, man. His face is showing. So what? It's only tele- telepathy only works in the back of the head. That's dumb. Yep. <laughs> It's the only way it gets in there is the back of the head. <laughs> that is dumb. So what I settled on was invisibility. Lame. And the power, like, I mean, like, complete invisibility. Not like you throw dirt on me and you can see my body or you throw – or it's raining and you can see me in the rain or heat vi- – or you can see me with, you know, heat sensors. Complete invisibility. Turn it on and off whenever I want. Okay. Invisibility is like the pervert power. It's not the perfect power. I can do whatever I want. But exactly. Still, like, do I be, whatever you want. I wouldn't be like a peeping Tom with it. I would like. I, what would you? What else do you need to be invisible for? What I would do is I would rob a bank. Oh, there you go. So now you're going to commit crime. All right, this <laughs> good. One crime. <laughs> or okay, so let's okay, let's backtrack. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't rob a bank. Yeah, I would. Are. I would develop some detective skills and then you i would, would stop bank robbers and then i would go after like the mob and whatnot and i would just steal their money and i would keep it you wouldn't have to develop detective skills no one can see you yeah but i would have to know where the mob lives and things like that like right now if i became invisible i wouldn't know where to go to find the mob <laughs> go to the fbi's office man just walk in there and start listening sneak in through the doors and start listening to conversations yeah those are detective skills for one, I don't know where the FBI's office is. It's easy, man. You just go on the internet and Google where's FBI. These are see, these are detective skills. That's what I imagine detectives do all day. They just go on the internet and then they go to the FBI office and then boom. Yep, it's crime, exactly how it works. Crime solved. Crime solved. <laughs> so yeah, that's what I would do. And then I would be like a Robin Hood, except I wouldn't give the money. Well, maybe I'd give it away. I'd be Robin Hood. Jeez, man. Hey, hey, man. You want to fly? Exactly. <laughs> flying doesn't hurt anybody. People yeah, can still see me. That would be that okay, so you have flight and I have invisibility, the most awesome power in history. You know, I would say it'd be a, a cop out, like uh if I could do like a general thing, I'd say ghost powers. So like Patrick Swayze powers? Yeah, but if I could turn back into like a human. But like I could walk through walls and I can turn invisible. He's a ghost in real life. Um That's kinda sad. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. The baby. I, mm, did we pick really lame superhero powers now? Now that I think about it, we could have picked anything and we picked flying. Like Mine's we didn't even one. we didn't even pick any is it? We didn't even pick anything that could like we aren't even invincible. I don't you know what I mean? Like I think we could easily be killed still. No. Okay, think about it's a gunfight. Someone's about to shoot me, I turn invisible, I can sneak up behind them, punch them in the head. Yeah, but okay, and but what if they just start spraying bullets everywhere? I mean, I guess, but they'll they'll be freaked out. So I'll have the I'll have the suspense on my side, and I can just karate chop the my detective skills. Detectives know how to fight. I'll karate chop it out of his hands. Plus, they're henchmen, probably, so they're terrible shots. Yeah, I'll karate chop it out of his hand. Pick the gun up, 
they'll see the gun, but they won't know what to do. Mm. Unless my powers, just... unless my powers work to where I can make things invisible that I pick up, then it's game time. Then I can drive a car around town invisible, which probably isn't smart. Actually, I should have picked super senses. Super senses? What does that entail? Like you can see better? <laughs> yeah, super smell, super taste, super touch. You don't want super taste. You want everything to taste too good because then you just be like creaming in your jeans all the time every time you ate something. <laughs> what was that movie, Senseless, with uh, the Waynes brother? Oh, yeah, yeah, with Marlon Wayne, Senseless. That was a good yeah. movie. Senseless. Jeez, man, you watch the weirdest movies. I've watched them all. Gosh. Okay, I think that I think we answered that question, although yeah. it may be really lame and uh, – Everyone's kind of like, damn, these guys are, are nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Losers flying in invisibility. Having this conversation on the podcast might actually be the new nerdiest thing we've ever done. Yeah. Can we answer that question again? (laughs) (laughs) All right. With that, let's go into the next question. All right, guys. Really digging the podcast. Doing a good job. Got a question for you. Betty White, Kylie Jenner, Kate Upton. Marry one, kill one, fuck one, go. Okay, well, that's probably the most R-rated question we're going to have today. I, I hope, maybe. <laughs> that was uh, <laughs> if, if not, we'll pretty, pretty direct. <laughs> if not, we'll just answer him. And, and now I'll probably answer it because uh, Murph has a pregnant wife at home and I imagine that her hormones won't allow him to answer this question without getting murdered. So, um, yeah, we'll just jump right into it. I'll take a stab at it though. After you go. <laughs> okay. He's a, he's a, he's a pretty brave man. Okay. Let's see. So first of all, let's start with Mary. Who would I marry out of this trio of amazingly talented and beautiful women? Well, I personally would marry, and, and this, I put a disclaimer on this, I uh, consulted my wife on all of these decisions, and her and I basically decided that, yeah, I, I kind of knew what I was talking about. So, first I would marry Kylie Jenner, that's her name, right? Yeah, Kylie Jenner, mainly because the Kardashian women, obviously, uh, if you know anything about these, these uh amazing women they don't really care about the males in their family it's basically uh they just get pregnant and then they throw parties i don't really know what they do my wife watches that show a lot yeah i don't you know what are yeah i don't don't know know what they are they have a tv show they they do stuff they i don't know they look nice that's they do stupid stuff i don't know i don't know how stupid it is i don't really watch it but i can tell you I could be married to her and probably still be married to my wife and have my children because they, they don't, I don't even think they have sex with their husbands or anything. They just take the baby making parts from their husband, take the baby making parts from them. And then they just pick up some like drifter, put a baby in them. And then that's it. I could do that. That's yeah. You could be a surrogate dad. Yeah. So I could be rich. Wouldn't even have to hang out with them. I'd be on TV every now and then. And then, I could probably still have my family and no one would care. So logically I would marry her. Okay. And uh, not to discredit her. She's a she's a beautiful young lady that I'm sure she has many talents. I personally just don't happen to know what they are. So let's just put that out there. Any Kylie Jenner fans listening, uh, I'm sorry. But she did she survived without 
unfortunately having to do it to me or getting murdered by me. So lucky her. Second is let's just get the uh, let's get the murder out of the way. Uh, I would get rid of. I'm not gonna say kill because that just a, seems like a dirty word. Out of all of these words, it's probably not the least, the most dirty word. But I would get rid of Kate Upton. Again, another gorgeous woman, multi-talented. I'm assuming. I think she is a model. She is a Sports Illustrated model and an actress, right? She played in a pretty funny movie, but I am just going off what my wife told me. <laughs> so, and the reasoning behind that, and this is not true. This is not a true statement. This is not a statement that I saw on the internet. This is just, uh, when I first saw her, this is what I thought. I would get rid of Kate Upton because she looks like the kind of girl that would get drunk at a frat party and call you the N-word and then get mad at you for being offended. So she's got to go. She deserves to be getting rid of. (laughs) She's got to go in this alternate reality where she's a drunken racist. So, yeah. And I guess that leaves me making sweet, sweet love to Betty White. She's I'm old. not going to lie to you. That's kind of weird. She's old. She's been around the block, man. She could probably teach me a few things. How old and is then, she? She's got to be like 90. Let's see how old she is. She's the last Betty golden White. girl. She's the last golden girl alive. Golly, oh, that's crazy. Well, 96 years old? Got to be 100 years old. Yeah, that's nuts. She's still kicking, too. Yeah, man. She's got to have some skills in the bedroom. That's how she stayed alive this long. Yep. And imagine if we did it right now, I'd probably be the last person Betty White had sex with. That's who you'd murder. And then look, Kate Upton lives. I killed two birds with one stone. (laughs) (laughs) Look at that, man. I am a saint. Kate Upton lives to call another person a bad word. All right, Murph. What about you? What's your? Hopefully, it's a modified question. Hopefully, you're not murdering. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. So check this out. I'm gonna marry Betty White. You're gonna marry Betty White. Short. She's 96. Exactly. I'll become a widow. I'll become a widower. Right as a man. Widowy. Widower. Sure. I think it's widower. So I'll inherit her. That's what. That's what a uh, a man that's wife passed away. Yeah, she's had a, she's had a good uh, <laughs> she's had a good run, right? So yeah, she's had a Stanley life. Yeah, I'll get all her riches, you know. Yeah, I mean, I would grudgingly accept them, you know. It would be like you get, you get all her uh, Golden Girls memorabilia. You'd get that Golden Girls house that she, I'm sure, she lives in right now. Yeah, so I kinda, would. Um, I would take Kate Upton to Mistletoe Street. Oh, smart! And. Smart. Obviously, you know what that means by so rules you, of addition or subtraction thereof. You get rid of the Kardashian. Yeah, I mean, those people are crazy. Yeah, but they have the most amount of money. And isn't money what's most important? No, man. I really love <laughs> Betty White. That's why I'm married. Yeah, you're doing a loophole, though. You're trying to get rid of her so you can be single. And then, with that being said, you can go to Mistletoe Road. That's, that's a sad, sad life, man. And then I do the whole world a favor by getting rid of the Jenners. Oh, so someone hates the Jenners. I don't hate. I, okay, whoa. I don't hate. I don't want to kill them. I just <laughs> I do the world get, a favor. They're, maybe I'm just taking the spotlight from them, man. They are ugh, annoying. Everyone's, everyone's happy in my scenario. Everyone's happy in mine, too. 
I guess the world is happy in yours, though. Raise your hand if you don't like the Jenners. Hey, exactly. Bruce, hey, Bruce, Caitlyn Jenner is an American hero. Okay. I, I still see the Wheaties box. Uh, I'll take that in silence as uh, you don't really know how to respond to that. What's our next question? <laughs> okay, so moving along to the next one. Hey, it's Tyler. First time caller, long time listener. The reason I'm calling in is to see where you guys are at on the hype train for the new Shazam movie. Um, I think it's kind of DC's last chance to prove something good in this universe they've got. But uh, seeing what y'all are thinking about it, I'm excited. It looks pretty cool from the trailers, but we know how the last couple of movies went. Well, everyone knows if you've been listening to time now uh i'm not a big fan of the dc movie universe uh with that being said murph i'm gonna go ahead and go first if you don't mind uh go ahead uh i i'm i'm interested in this movie i'm not gonna say that i I hate it you know aquaman's coming out and i don't i'm not a fan of the way they're doing aquaman but i have to admit that last trailer was amazing so hopefully the movie's good, and that might spark more hope for Shazam. But a few things I, I'm, I'm interested. So a few things that I, I I like and dislike so far from what I know. Um, I'm glad they're using the New 52 uh, origin story of Shazam. For the non-comic book fans out there, the New 52 was a... 2011 revamp and relaunch of DC Comics' entire line. So all their main characters, pretty much all their characters, got uh, updated origins to kind of fit the time. Yeah, and I'm glad they didn't use like some old 40s and 50s Fawcett comic stories because that's where Shazam originally, Captain Marvel, came from. So I'm, I'm glad they're doing that. I'm not uh, really excited because at first, with his origin story in the New 52, he fights Black Adam. They're replacing him with a character named Savannah, which I don't know much about. He's an, he's an old man who wants the powers of Shazam. Yeah, that's original. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, they're not using Black Adam because of the, the Rock was cast as Black Adam, and he's getting his own solo movie. Even though this would be a perfect opportunity to bring him into the DCEU and make this movie you know, it's a rock. It's the rock. So make this movie millions of dollars. Won't he have a cameo though? Probably. I, I hope. Uh, and that'll be a big part. If he does like at the very make, end, that'll make that movie great. But if he doesn't, then it's going to be, I don't know. I hope it's good. Um, that They're doing that. And then I, I hate that. It's, I hate that they took the opportunity to, the opportunity to tie it to, Batman versus Superman. I know they're creating the DCEU, but I, I just wish that they would have did it a little looser. Like, I wish they didn't have the Batarang and the, and the newspaper clips, and I wish that it was kind of more of its own thing. Because if they would have did it as its own thing, then you know, you could scrap the previous DCEU, and then you have all, you know a whole new universe that you're building on the back of Shazam, which actually could be a good movie. I mean, I like the guy that plays that's going to play him. What's uh, his name? I don't know his name. Exactly, dude. That's going to be I like oh, him. Like, yeah. His he name played is in, He played in Chuck. I know him as Chuck. That's Zachary I mean. Levi. 
Yeah, he played Chuck, and he was in Heroes that when they brought Heroes back. Yeah, boring. Both of those shows are boring. Heroes is a good show, man. Do you watch Heroes? Not really. You should go back and watch it. It's pretty good. I don't you, believe like in Heroes. Um, you would like it. All right, so what do you think? Are you interested? You hate it? What do you so think? short answer? No, I think DCEU okay. is doomed. Um, I done. see their last all their movies mm-hmm. now. If this was an animated movie, it would probably be amazing. Yeah, they do, they do knock those out. Far. I mean, in the trailer, he looks like he's wearing a blown up puff suit. Yeah, I wasn't happy about that. It looks campy bad. Yeah, I wasn't happy about that. Now, he, he didn't look like he worked out, like it's different than like. Chris Evans and Chris Hensworth, those guys got freaking jacked to be those characters. Even Henry yeah. Cavill and freaking Ben Affleck, those guys turned into monsters to play those characters. Yeah, he like blew up balloons in his clothes. Yeah, they, they didn't handle that very well. It looks like his shoulders and stuff look like gigantic compared to his head. It looks just looks dumb. Like, like, like they cast they cast poor man Jim Halpert to play him. <laughs> I feel like they could have just had him work out a little bit more and get a little bit bigger than he was and then have him just wear the suit. He doesn't have to be like cartoon big for that movie to work. You know? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Now, I will not to, not to talk about not the question, um, Tyler, first time caller, long time listener, LOL. <laughs> uh, but Aquaman looks like it might be good, but James Wan, the director of that, has directed some really good movies. Now, some of those Fast and the Furious movies he directed here at the end, I mean, yeah, they're a little extreme, but the like action sequences, I mean, come on, people go see those movies because they're great action sequences. So I think Aquaman might be good. Story-wise, I don't know what they're going to do with it, but just like popcorn movie, enjoy some good stuff. I think it'll be cool, and it looks like, it, you know, underwater stuff, that's kind of revolutionary. Now, you go to Shazam, you got guy from un TV shows I don't know you know what okay that was, a pop- that was a popular TV show it Chuck? wasn't like it was it was it was on for like six seasons it wasn't like a regular oh. show that no one watched it came on like Tuesday nights dude nobody's watching TV on a Tuesday night we weren't whenever it came out but then I mean, we're older now we might now I don't know man it looks really campy so it's interesting. I mean, it's, but see, to me, that's what I've always wanted from DC. I've always wanted, because DC is campy. I've so, always wanted that from them. So, so that's this why is, I'm in. This is their Guardians of the Galaxy slash Thor Ragnarok? I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I, don't, <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't. I would not be. I wouldn't. I'm not going to go on record saying that. No. Those two movies are great. So I'm not going to say that Shazam is that. I'm, I'm interested. Now, uh, for I'm me, the bar is really low. You know, and that's a good thing. Yeah, I guess a it's a good thing because I don't. I, I'm not expecting anything. Like not putting the Rock in that movie to me is a dumb. mistake because his movies, dumb. as of here lately, like let's be honest, the Rock's movies, I don't think they're really that good. Like, uh, it depends, dude. He makes a ton of money because of who he is, but like his yeah. movies are just meh. Like skyscraper. That George of the Jungle movie or whatever with the gorilla and um, what was it? It was based off the video game. Rampage. Rampage. That movie was meh. Yeah, San Andreas, meh. I feel like people that really – okay, so if you're like a real person that goes to these movies, you don't see those movies. I never saw Skyscraper. You don't go – you know those are just filler movies that wrestling fans are going to go see. 
You don't see those movies, man. Rampage. You went to see Rampage? I think they go see all of them because they're real, just like wrestling. God. Uh, I saw Jumanji with The Rock. That was hilarious. Jumanji was funny. And I'll tell you what, Baywatch, say what you want. It's a raunchy, whatever. Dude, that movie is hilarious. Baywatch was significantly more funny and more entertaining than I expected it to be. It is a very, I mean, just, oh my gosh, it has some really, and it's, it knows it's like a goofy movie and that's yeah. what makes it great. Oh my I God. Did not, uh, I did not expect to enjoy that at all. And at the end of it, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. So he has good movies. He just, they put him in everything. So if they're going to pay him millions of dollars, why wouldn't he pick Skyscraper? Because people are going to watch it. It's you true. Know? It's not like Nicolas Cage where he's in everything and no one's seeing these movies. It's like the opposite. He's like anti-Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Nicolas Cage is great, though. Boy, we went from Shazam to The Rock yeah. to Nicolas so, Cage. That's right. And that is also a sign that we need to go on to the next question. Thanks for asking your question. What's up, Wednesday pool list? This is Kayla, and I have a question. My question, I would like... For you to make as dark as possible um, is where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Please inform us all on what you think has happened and is happening to that mystery woman. Thank you. Well, I'll start this one off because I actually have the facts on Carmen San Diego. A lot of people don't realize that she's it's a this is like a real person and a real real life story. It's actually kind of sad, kind of uh it, you you know, you want it to be dark, but it actually is kind of dark. It's got some dark overtone. People see the video games, she had a TV show, a couple TV shows back in the day. I remember watching that. Rem- okay, remember yeah. the game show and her like cartoon show? Yeah, there's a cartoon show and then there's a game show and yeah, there was like some PC games that they let you play in school because they taught you about history. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and art. A, yeah, well, I don't know about that. But she was a she was a she was a menace. This is real life. Now the dates are fuzzy for me because this is a you know a lot of people don't know about it and it's not public knowledge, I guess. But she was a terrorist. Okay, think about it. She was stealing the Golden Gate Bridge. She was stealing the, you know, pyramids, the Eiffel Tower. She was a, this this person was a terrorist, you know, and she had the world in shambles. Okay, the, what? Hold on, I just you. This is based off real stuff. I don't remember anybody ever stealing the Golden Gate Bridge or the pyramids. I'm t- well. Let me finish the story. <laughs> okay, man. sorry, my bad, my bad. I didn't Jesus. know that. I didn't know that we got MIB. Zapped. I have, I have the information. It's out there. I don't know why people don't know more about this. It blows my mind. Internet, man. Here we go. Okay. Let me let me fill you guys in. She she was a terrorist. And, okay, and so all the, the UN and this is way back in the day. Don't try to quote me on the dates. Look it up. Do your research. The UN's, you know, willing to be hyper aggressive with capturing this menace, right? So she realizes how, you know, that they're about to just bring the hammer down. Everyone is about to find her and string her up, right? So she gets plastic surgery 
to look like a certain Saudi man, right? Mm. A lot of people don't know this, right? Mm, <laughs> then, her reign, then, then her reign of terror increased. She gets real radical, you know. tries tries to cover up the theft. I mean, she was she was basically like a terrorizing thief. You know what I mean? So she tries to cover all that up and quote unquote bury Carmen San Diego. So she does all these radical things around the world. I'm sure lots of people know about her track record at this point of her life. Oh, absolutely. But she has an itch that she can't scratch. You know what I mean? It's on but her she... back. Oh, okay. It's a figure speech. And so everyone's going to remember this failed attempt to steal the World Trade Center in 2001. Whoa, whoa. Right? <laughs> Listen to me. Everyone knows that goes bad. So at that point, red flags are getting flared up again. And America says, you know what? I'm pretty sure we know what this is. So a few years pass. They do a little bit more research. They make sure they have all their, you know, T's crossed. And all, they have everything that they need to make this happen. So after years of dodging justice, on the morning of May 2nd, 2011, SEAL Team 6 takes her out. And that's the story of Carmen Sandiego. She's dead. So now that you have the facts, Merv, what would you have uh, interpreted? (laughs) So you're telling me that Carmen Sandiego is responsible for 9-11, Yes. She's responsible for Chernobyl. Yes. She's responsible for World War II. I wouldn't say World War II, but... Every bad thing, that's ever, the Challenger explosion? I'm not saying every bad thing that's ever happened was Carmen Sandiego's fault. I'm saying these, these turn of events. You know what turn of events I'm talking about. I mean, okay. So what do you think? You're just, you don't have an opinion. I'm kind of in awe, man. I'm, I'm kind of, no just give me a second to kind of take in what you just told me because uh, that's some, that's some X-Files stuff. So I was going to say, God, I don't even know what to say now. <laughs> I told you you should go first. <laughs> Jeez, I didn't, Carmen San Diego was Osama. Okay. So that's funny you say that because I kind of had a little theory. Yours is better than mine, I think. So mine's going to be boring now. But first of all, why was she called Carmen San Diego? Did she only do stuff in San Diego? Because the Golden Gate Bridge is not in San Diego; it's in San Francisco. She was Hispanic lady. It was one. It was one word or one name. San Diego was her last name. Was she Hispanic? I thought she was just like she was Hispanic. She to me, I always thought she was like a jewel, like a. I don't mean like she just wanted to steal like monuments and items, not kill people. Yeah. Well, she didn't until she had to get the UN off of her trail. Then she became radical. Okay. Well, here is my reason as to why she can't be found. Yeah. So like you were saying, she does try to steal the golden gate bridge and things like that. Well, Mm -hmm. she's like, I have to get, um, Bruce Jenner did it. I can do it. She gets a sex change, right? Okay. Um, she gets a sex change, goes to this uh, country that, like, the people that live in that country have no access to the outside world. She's a master thief, master infiltrator. Um, mm-hmm. Next thing we know, Kim Jong, whatever his name is, dies, and his son, who no one's ever heard of, takes over. Oh, okay. 
So I can see. Yeah, I can see. She that. changes herself to Kim Jong Un, and she's the leader of North Korea, and she starves people to death. Also, she. I mean, she's equally tyrannical. How do you? How did you say that she's not? <laughs> well, I mean, we don't know what Kim Jong Un really does in North Korea, except for like yeah. beat people and have them killed and stuff. He hangs out with Dennis Rodman. I know that for sure. Yeah, that's really weird. That's he flew Dennis Rodman over there and like hung out with him. That's got to be suspect of anything. Yeah, that's weird. I don't, I mean, Carmen San Diego. She was uh, yeah, she was an interesting character. She was yeah, she was a thief for fun. She basically, I think her origin story was something like she worked for this org- this good org- organization, like a spy group, and then she just got bored with being so good at it so then she started playing tricks on the people that worked for that organization and she kind of worked with this organization called vile and then she was just stealing stealing stuff just for the thrill of it and the challenge i think her husband is the inspector gadget villain the claw the claw yeah don't you seem like they go together she's an independent woman she don't need no man exactly that's why she left him did her own things. Oh wow, this is this is getting really complicated. So she was like, "Oh yeah, you're just gonna go after a guy with mechanical arms and legs. I'm gonna go crash planes into the World Trade Centers." Yikes! <laughs> All right, I hope that answered your question. I hope that was dark enough for you. A I took e. Never forget how yeah. I answered that question. Remember the Alamo. <laughs> All right, let's jump into the next one. So I'm sure you guys have seen the. IGN post about the live-action Cowboy Bebop that's coming. Um, who do you guys think would be best to play Cowboy Bebop, or who do you think is going to play Cowboy Bebop? All right, so as the anime junkie of this duo, I think I'll leave this one off, and I'll start by saying I don't think they should cast anybody for this movie. Uh, Netflix has had some that adapting uh anime shows into live action movies and i get it you know you can adapt comic books into giant blockbusters why wouldn't you be able to do the same thing with these anime movies that are just loved by millions of fans you know in japan a lot of these anime movies have huge theatrical releases and they they run in their theaters kind of like the big movies that we see here do so it's you know you would think that you should be able to translate it I just feel like there's something that gets lost in translation. Like a few of my favorite ones, they remade uh, Roroni Kenshin, Bleach. There's just so many of them that just, they're just bad. Especially the, especially the Netflix ones. What's up? Do you think it's just one of those things that it's great because it is anime and if you try to like change it? Yeah, I feel what... like it's, part of it is like a, it's kind of like a, an, an art form. You know what I mean? So you're taking it out of its intended form. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's like it's like the way you appreciate all the things that you appreciate, like Cowboy Bebop itself is is great because it has like kind of like the music in it and the action scenes, they flow well because well, it's animation. Well, re- real quick, so I'm not too familiar with this. So, I mean, I've heard of it. I'm yeah. not really delved into it a lot. So it's kind of one of those things where like, uh yeah okay I know what that is never really anything other yeah, than just yeah, hearing yeah. about it so could, like what, what kind of I mean give me some details on it okay so it you know it came out in 1998 in Japan it I think personally I think this and I've heard it said before it was one of the uh, main animes you know everybody knows Dragon Ball Z but 
is for old time anime fans, it was one of the main uh, shows that introduced anime as a genre to Western viewers. And that was like in the early 2000s, a few years after it came out in Japan. Americans. Uh, yeah, they're late. They're late to everything. But it's set in the year 2071. And it follows the lives of a bounty hunter crew, crew that travels through space on a ship called Bebop. And it's, I mean, it's, it's cool because it's, it's really like laid back and has a noir feel, but it has a few different genres it hits. Like it has like a Western feel, like in some episodes, and it blends together pretty seamlessly. It's only 26 episodes, so it's not long. And then I think in 2001, 2001, I'm pretty sure, it, uh, they had a movie that came out, which it, it's my favorite one of all time, if I, if so... I think about it. Are the characters in the anime show, are they Japanese or did they make them Western? Well, see, what's kind of cool on what is, you know, a lot of times when they cast these uh, Japanese animated movies or animated shows, they make live action ones. They catch a lot of flack because they will whitewash the characters, kind of like Ghost in the Shell, where they, the, you know, people would argue that the main character of Ghost in the Shell is an Asian lady. Which I would probably say so, too, but in the live action movie they cast... Scarlett Johansson, who is not Asian. So, it, and a lot of times, what Netflix has been trying to do it right. So they've been casting Asian people. But the the funny thing, and one of the things that I like so much about Cowboy Bebop, is that the characters' ethnicities are kind of ambiguous. Like they kind of like uh, Spike Spiegel's the main protagonist. His skin is is tannish, but he doesn't have predominantly. Um, like African American features, so he has like you know relatively European features. His skin's kind of tan, but his hair is kind of like an afro, so it's kind of like ambiguous. You know what I mean? So it kind of leaves you open to, to well, realizing what's that cool that's about not the, that's not what's important about the character. You know what I mean? And that's something. Yeah, that and you, what's cool about that? Well, that's something that you can only Sorry. pull off in anime, and that's why things like this don't translate well. Yeah, and what's I think what's cool about that is you have you talk about the ambiguity and you can kind of just your imagination you can think what you want it to be you know what I mean yeah like and another thing with futuristic space movies with crews and stuff like that I always feel that it's a big mix of of races because I feel like in the space genres where we as humans can travel the universe. Mm-hmm humans are just humans you know yeah. kind of in the today's society i don't want to say i don't want it to sound bad but it's like you know t- today's society there are races whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it but in those movies it's it's species almost so it's just yeah. it's just all humans which is kind of cool you know they could cast anything they want and i was reading that article you sent me the link uh today actually so it was like talking about joseph gordon levitt was some people like that doesn't even make sense i don't even know if he makes movies anymore yeah like, he's just laying back being cool I mean, but, but like you said, it, it's pretty cool because, and then twenty by the time twenty seventy one comes around, we're all we're all going to be mixed up anyways. It's going to be really hard to tell who's what around then because I mean the world is pretty much a melting pot. It's not just America anymore. It's everyone's, you know, everyone's dipping in a little bit of that, a little bit of this. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's biracial couples and babies and all that, which is cool. I mean, that's what I'm going to have that so. <laughs> exactly, and I am that, and my children are that. I mean, so it's. Yeah, it's going to be 20, 2071 is way down the road. Well, not way down the road, but down the road. So it's it's going to be, I, I feel like, and I hope like it's going to be a more normalized thing. 
and they leave it open in the show for you to be able to relate to the main character because it's not so defined defined on what he is you know what i mean so it gives you that opening to be like oh okay well i can relate to this guy not necessarily for looks because i don't have to but kind of his characteristics well they could just cast the rock oh my god no he's not the rock's too how how old is the main character uh 27 years old is he like a is he like a scrawny dude i mean here okay side note do you do you cast an actor that looks like the main character i think you like is that the point i think you try to I think you try to have uh, at least a defining characteristic that is similar. You know what I mean? I feel like you have to. You couldn't. So who would be a good fit? I know cast, you don't want to pick one. You could but... cast, you know, you couldn't cast like. The Rock. The Rock as him. You know what I mean? Or John Cena. John Cena couldn't play him. Okay. So for for sake of the question. If I had to pick. What's, I mean. Pick one person, uh, maybe another. Michael Cera. No, Michael Cera's too too nerdy. This guy is cool. Like this this character is uh he's known for just being like like a really cool dude, like laid back, like old school. Think about like James. He he remind it sounds like Star Lord. Kind of like Star Lord, but not as funny. He's funny, but not Star Lord overdid it on the jokes. This guy's kind of like a mix between Star Lord and uh, like James Dean, like a cool character. You know what I mean? Like yeah. an old school cool character. So, Zach Efron. Uh, no, Zach Efron's too douchey, and uh, he doesn't try to be. He just is. I'm sure, Scott I'm sure he's a nice guy. East Scott Eastwood. Okay, let uh, if I had to pick him, these guys are all buff guys, and in my head, he has to be relatively slender. It's one of those characteristics that I think has to be it. If you had to pick a characteristic, I think it'd have to be like a slender character. So I have a few, uh, a few picks. And this is basically off of an article I found from our friends over at Cinema Blend. Uh, they had a list of six actors who should play Spike in Netflix Cowboy Bebop series, and I pretty much agree with it. I could see some of these characters, maybe some more than others, uh, but I'll just read them off. So they have Andrew Garfield on there. Mm. Andrew Garfield's a cool guy. He's slender. He's got he's got some acting chops. He's Mark Zuckerberg's friend, former friend. He's Spider Man at a time he's also peter parker so he he could pull it off i feel like he could pull it off uh next on their list they have joe keery he played uh steve harrington and stranger things i really like this character Ooh, I really he, he's a good actor if i had one pick it'd be joe keery if i that's a good that's one just out of their list that's who i would pick which is cool he's a cool guy he plays a cool guy and i feel like he would, he would fit pretty perfectly in that role and if they almost did that as like an 80s 2071, oh yeah, man, it's got, it would be. It's got old school vibes like that. Yeah. So um, the next one is Lakeith Stanfield. I really like this guy. And if they go with the whole racial ambiguity thing, he's a, he's an, a, a black actor. He played in, um, uh, what is that movie called? Uh, damn. I wish I would have, I wish I would have looked it up. He's, What's his name? Lakeith? Lakeith what? Stanfield. He uh, right. he doesn't resemble him because he's you know he has dark skin, but he's a good actor, and I feel like if they did like I said if they didn't do the racial ambiguity thing, sorry to bother you is what that movie's called. Sorry to bother you. Yeah, it's a really. Oh yeah, I recognize that guy. Yeah, yeah. He's in Selma. Get out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, sorry to bother you. Had uh, Army Hammer in it. It was a really good movie. I just watched it. I feel like that's. I feel like he could do it. He's a good actor. He's thin, slender. Doesn't fit the character, but he can play a cool guy. So, 
that'd be my runner up. That's what I pick next. Uh, next up on their list, they have Aaron Taylor Johnson. He could be, mm. he could be good. Mm. He could be good. It, you know him, and what roles do you know him from? I mean, a lot of people know him from Kick Ass. He was Kick Ass. He was Quicksilver. He played in Savages. He recently played in a show called Outlaw King, which is a Netflix exclusive. It's pretty good. Uh, he was he was skinny ish in um, Kick Ass, so he could fit. I mean, and I feel like he's a good actor, so he could fit it. He wouldn't be my pick necessarily. Speaking of speaking of Outlaw King, I think Chris Pine would would he fit? Would he be good? I feel like he's- too old. I don't think Chris Pine can pull off a 27-year-old anymore. I think he's super underrated. Side note here, the mo- he's in a movie called Stretch. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. That movie is hel- it's on Netflix. It's called Stretch. It's about a limo driver guy. When did it come out? Go watch that. Uh, 16 or 15. Hmm. Um, go watch that movie. It's called Stretch. Oh, man. It's hilarious. I love he Chris is great Pine. Yeah, movie. he played in this old movie that everyone hates called This Is War. With uh, Tom Hardy, where they're both CIA agents, they're fighting over. Uh, yes, they're fighting over yeah. Reese Witherspoon. I thought that movie's great. I love that movie, but a lot of people hate it. He, he's also in um, Star Trek. What's the one with? Yeah, but he's in the one with um, Ryan Reynolds, Smoking Aces. Smoking Aces. Those three crazy brothers that like chainsaw everybody. Mm-hmm. He's the main one of those. I mean, he his comedy stuff is. Yeah, that's a good movie. Hilarious. That's a good movie. Yeah, he's a good actor. He's not, I don't think he can pull off a 27-year-old. True. He's a good actor for sure. He'd be my Green Lantern. And, and then, he's, ooh, yeah, he'd be a good Green Lantern. And then you brought up Army Hammer. Another side note, Free Fire on Amazon Prime. Uh, that movie is also hilarious yeah. with Army Hammer. Army Hammer made me laugh a lot in that movie. I like Army Hammer, so. but uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan made me look like a bitch on Twitter last week, a few weeks ago. What do you say? Because you know everybody was giving their tributes to Stan Lee or whatever, mm-hmm. and Army Hammer made this snide tweet out, and he said, uh, "We're you know real cool. You guys are you know honoring this man by posting your pictures that you took with him or whatever, like trying to be a smartass." And then Jeffrey Dean Morgan, the guy that plays Negan, was like, "Well, hey, how about you let people grieve the way they grieve and stop being such an asshole on Twitter." <laughs> And then he hit him with a baseball Good bat. Jeffrey D. Morgan's a cool dude. Talk about we're talking about cool actors. We're off topic. He's a cool character. Why do we always? How does Walking Dead get and Disney get brought up every freaking episode? Because they pay us the big bucks, man. Secretly, we're sponsored <laughs> by them. Okay, so the next person on the list is this guy named Ross Butler. He's a star on the rise. I don't really know much about him. I know he uh, he was in season one of Riverdale. And then he was in. Uh, okay. I mean, I'm just giving off his rap sheet. I don't watch Riverdale. These are nerd these alert. Are things that I looked up on him. He was in 13 Reasons Why, and that's really all I have on him. But he's an Asian guy, so he could. I mean, again, okay. I don't feel like right. he could. I feel like he could get away with pretty much any race at this point. Um, but yeah, I don't. I think he can pull it off. He's a Russian. I mean, maybe unless they have like a hardcore Russian accent. A Russian without an accent is just a white person. <laughs> That's I mean, so yeah. And last but not least, honorable mention in my book, Kevin Bacon. No, he damn sure can't pull off a twenty-seven-year-old. Uh, honorable mention in my book because maybe, but probably not. 
uh, Shia LaBeouf? Mm. Probably not, because he doesn't even act anymore. He just gets into like fights in the streets. Hey man, he's a method actor now. He could, he might be good. Maybe that's why I said maybe. That's why honorable mention. But those are my picks. He's if I had to pick oh, one, if I had to pick one, it'd be Joe Keery from Stranger Things. I love that. Kid. That's a good pick. That but he has to have the hair that he has in Stranger Things. Yeah, I feel like that's work because Spike has big hair. He has like a quote unquote afro, but it's not an afro. It's just like big loose hair, kind of like Steve Harrington in Stranger Things. So. That'd be my pick. Netflix, call me. I will consult you uh, and try not to make a crappy movie. I just I don't have a lot of hope for it. So, can we just start referring to wrong. actors as their movie names or show names that made them famous? It's easier for that. Yeah, it's easier for Google. It is a lot easier. No one's gonna know who Joe Carey is, but they know who Steve Harrington is. That's right. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, we're gonna jump into the next question. If you could time travel for one week. Would you go to the past or in the future, and what would you do? Oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. Another one of those bar banter conversations that you could, you know, time travel is always a drunken conversation. Like, what would you do? What could you do? Do this because the butterfly effect will ruin it. You'll disappear. You'll never exist. So all kinds of things will. Yeah, there's a lot of rules with yeah. time travel, and if people get real offensive, like real touchy yeah. on that. Yeah, people act like the science behind it is like super solid. When yeah, like just go read a comment section, uh, not comment like Haley's comment, but comment <laughs> section about like a movie, i.e. Interstellar, after it comes out. Dude, these people fight each other on the internet. Yeah, it's so weird. Internet so, well, movie, well, internet well, movie database took their comments away, actually, because people were so savage. Golly. <sighs> I feel like the easy answer to this is the past, right? I would go back to the past, and okay. I would play the lotto numbers that won and win the lottery. Okay. But Lily brought up a good point. I asked her about this just before we um, started um, a little it's bit ago. Audible. Okay. So she was like, yeah, but what if you go back? And this really surprised me for her. She's like, well, what about the butterfly effect? And wouldn't you steal that person's ticket? And I said, well, now you're kind of changing the rule. Now you're setting you know, rules for this time travel. What if I'm just getting another ticket and adding myself to the, you know, I'm, I'm adding becoming another winner? Yeah, so which, you're not taking their money away. You're giving them a little less money, which is, which is fair, millions of dollars. And then she was like, well, but then, you know, she started talking about butterflies. So then what? And then I was like, well, okay, so like earthquakes start happening and the world's destroyed. And she's like, yeah. Mm. I mean, it could happen. That's how the butterfly effect does work. I think about it on a small, because this is my, like the grandfather paradox, where if you go back in time and shoot your grandfather, then you cease to exist. So therefore, you can't go back in time and shoot your grandfather, right? Yeah, because it's a loop. But in my head, you just get erased from history, and then you're just stuck in that time when no one knows who you are and you never existed. But you're still alive. But you become the witch from Brave. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so you go to the past, play the lotto, get a second ticket, and then you would just coast. But it's probably like the smallest jackpot ever with the most winners ever in my luck. Yeah, and then you'd come back to your real world, and your real world, you're life now would be different because it would obviously be different before you met your wife you had millions of dollars and all this stuff thanks that would change everything it would change everything your whole one week seven seven days would change all of that if i just went back and won the lottery i'm gonna hit you some can i answer now am i good 
Oh, yeah, please. That was you. You're going back in time for a week. You're going to spend your whole week playing the lotto. Wait, can I get – I think I know what you're going to do. Yeah, well, I'm going to go then. You're, you're going <laughs> to go I'm going to go. Let, just let me go. Okay. What do you think? Okay, no, go ahead. What do you think I'm going to do? You're going to go back about mm, 20 minutes from now and be like, I was I, at this one time someone asked us about superpowers, and I said, yo, I'm going to be <laughs> invisible. And now you realize that was really stupid, so I'm going to go back in time and change that. I'm going to go back in time and make it uh, time travel, so then I can go back in time and steal your lotto ticket. Mm, that's not fair. <laughs> okay, so this is what I would do. If I had a week, either the the future or the past, the the uh, amateur historian that I am wants to go into the past and see something cool. Like, But as a black man, all the cool stuff that I want to see is super dangerous for me. It's way easier to be in the past as a white dude. But like, you can only go back a week. I know, but it's still a dangerous a week of seven days. That's a dangerous week. If I'm checking out like the civil rights movement, that's a dangerous week, man. Um, uh, okay. I'm just, okay. So you can go back any week in history. See, I'm interpreting this yeah. question as I can only go back to last week or next week. Oh no. Any week in history. Oh yeah. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to the future. Doesn't even really matter what week I'm going to go to the future though. Maybe not so far into the future, though. Maybe so. Maybe about 20 to 30 years max. Some random week. And then I'm going to go to a, to a store, maybe like an antique store at this point, and I'm going to pick up Gary's Sports Almanac. I'm going to put it in my back pocket. And then I'm going to spend the rest of the week uh, just learning about the things that took off, learning about the next Fortnite, learning how I can become the next ninja and all these weird things that i can do to make millions of dollars i'm gonna learn about them take a notepad i'm gonna write it all down wait you're gonna go to the future and use a notepad with a pen absolutely (laughs) and original and then and then i'm gonna go back in time to where i'm at i'm gonna place a lot of bets on a lot of sports games biff style okay yeah i was about to say okay biff (laughs) biff style and then i'm gonna invest all that money i made from these sports bets, and I'm going to invest in all the things that I learned about while I was in the future. That's going to really mess up stuff. Don't care. See, it's different because in the past, I have a direct connection to that. Like, if I change the past, it's going to suck because, like, my wife won't be here, my kids won't be here, or something weird like that, which is depressing. But I don't know shit about future Lex. I don't care about his life because I'm not there. Yeah, but you could change the tra- you could change the trajectory of future Lex. Don't care about him. And lose the things you have now. Don't care about future Lex. He can kiss my ass. Because you're going to be rich. We're going to be rich. Because <laughs> you basically, Robert Zemeckis, Zemeckis, that's a hard one to do. That's, that's a hard one. Back to the future, director. You're going to go back to the future. Yes. I don't know, man. I feel like, eh. Well, I've got to feel stupid now. I, <laughs> you can, I okay, so you can give a separate week. answer then. Now that you know that it's any week. And it might not be any week. I might have made that up, but. So. There was a time, mm-hmm. it was about seven or eight years ago, I start, started first playing online games, mm-hmm. and this guy, Peaker 27 kept killing me in this online game I was playing, so I'd probably travel back in time, fly to his house, and kick the shit out of him. Oh, wow. So you have... And real-life teabag him. Yeah, because that's really aggressive. Well, we're dark on this show. <laughs> 
Okay, so with uh, with Murph's very dark and uh, obviously tragic time travel story, we're going to go on to the next question. Hey, this is Tyler, big fan of the Pull List Pod. You guys are killing it. I was just wondering if you guys have been reading on any good books lately. Anything you could give the fans a quick rundown on? Thanks. Hashtag spoiler alert. All right, good books. I do love a good book. Uh, lately, though, I have been uh, so I've been trying to hone my craft as an illustrator. So I've been reading a lot of uh, art-related books. I've been picking up a lot of art of books, so like the art of different Pixar movies, and studying those. I got a book called um, "Drawing with the Right Side of the Brain," so it basically teaches how to draw with the logical side, which is kind of a difficult thing to do. Uh, I got the old school. Uh, learned to draw comics the Marvel way, read through that, and that's pretty self-explanatory. I got, mm, yeah, yeah, just various books like that. And then for as far as reading, reading, I just, as uh, from a recommendation of my buddy Jesse, I picked up a book called Creativity, Inc. It's written by Amy Wallace and Edwin Catmull. It's about managing creativity. They both are just like geniuses that eventually worked at Pixar, and I, I just started it, so I couldn't give you a complete rundown. I don't want to spoil it for myself, because that would be annoying. Uh, I mean, but how could you spoil it for yourself if you haven't read it all? Well, I didn't want to do, like, a bunch of research with, like, trying to get Cliff Notes and stuff, or go to Wikipedia and, like, bullshit. Whoa, hey, dude. Whoa, 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 whoa. It's Cliff Notes? Cliff Notes. <laughs> I thought it was Cliff Notes. It is Cliff's notes. Hashtag Mandela effect. Hashtag I'm always right. Hashtag whoops. <laughs> but the last book I read, like straight up read, was a few months ago, like two months ago. I read The Subtle Art of Not Giving a F-U-C-K. Is that, the, uh, is that how it is, or do you just not want to say it? Well, I didn't want to say it, but it says it's F, and then it has like a blank spot, and then it says C-K. So. Oh, okay. Clever. Uh, it's by Mark Manson, and it's kind of like a self-help book that just craps on self-help books. You know what I mean? So he's <laughs> basically saying that he well, he uses his own experiences to illustrate how that you know life struggles actually give it more meaning. You know, and all the people that have like this mindless positive positivity, they're always happy all the time, or at least portraying that. Those people are like, annoying. It's actually hurting them. And it's actually like not helpful at all. It's not even really practical. And so he's saying that, you know, the struggles of your life actually help you build more character and help you actually be happier. So that it's makes great, sense. It's a great book. I'll probably read it again, you know, because it's just it's one of those things that you might need a quick reminder of. I strongly recommend it to anyone. But that's the last uh, full book I read. What about you, Murph? So, spoiler alert, Tyler. So, I actually know, uh, <laughs> Lex and I actually know Tyler, white man. We actually know him. So, I know the kind of books he reads. Just finished reading again. Um, is he, he might read it if I uh, give him some details on it. But I've got two. The second one I know he'll read. But this one is, eh. But I read this one for the second time. I actually finished it. Uh, what's today? Friday. I just finished it like six or seven days ago. Ready Player One, Ernest, Ernest Quine. Oh, it's good. Yeah, yeah. Ready Player One's good. It's a good, good I think, uh, book. It's a really, it really is a good book. I think he might have picked that up. I think he might have read that. Did he? We'll have to talk to him. We'll have to ask him. 
That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I agree. That's I one. bought a paperback. I bought a paperback for like eight bucks on Amazon. I read it in September, and then I just read it's It's, I don't know, 400 pages, but it, for me, it was a really easy read. It's kind of nerdy. It reminds me of Johnny Quest, but like futuristic, but like it's, it's just so fun. Good. It's fun. Yeah. It's got some stuff. I know Tyler's not, not up your alley, but the whole story is really good. Um, it's about this kid, Wade Watts. He's got a cool superhero name because his dad likes superheroes. Mm-hmm. He lives in the future. It's a dystopian world. Everything sucks. And then he puts on these visors, these like VR visors, and goes into this virtual world called the Oasis. And in the Oasis, you can do anything. But you have like coin. You collect coins. And if you die in the Oasis, you basically reset like in a video game. But the guy who created the Oasis dies, and he leaves this big Easter egg hunt. And if you find all the clues, you get to become the CEO of you own the you own the oasis and it's yeah. like worth a trillion dollars like it's disney on roids basically it's the future of disney for sure it's the future disney for sure with the matrix <laughs> yeah it's a great it's a great book the movie was okay it's hard, i thought the movie was great it, it's hard yeah. to fit that book into a movie but yeah it was, it was absolutely good. but they did a good job good. yeah 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 it really was and then the other book tyler that i'm reading that i know i just started it i'm like in chapter two it's the Tiger Woods biography. Man. Okay, so this is the funny thing about this biography. Who The authors are uh, Jeff Benedict. I'm looking at the book right now. Armin Ketian? I, I don't know. Uh, apologies, Armin. Yeah, um, he's, he's never listening again. If it's a he. I don't know. Is Armin like a – is that a, a dual name? I don't think it's a du- – I don't know what a dual name is, but I don't think it's a, it's a, I don't think it's a unisex Like it could be name. a guy in a unisex? Dual? Okay. <laughs> Not D U E L like gun duel, but like D U A L duel, right? Is that how you that? I sure. <laughs> okay. Anyways, so what's cool about this book is Tiger Woods will not do an autobiography. Yeah. So basically, these two authors went out and they interviewed and spoke to like everybody that's ever talked to Tiger Woods, his caddies. So it's kind of a secondhand information, but these people are going all out and starting kind of slow right now, but. I can't wait to get into the juicy stuff because that guy like had a hundred. He had like a girlfriend problem. Yeah. So yeah. Um, spoiler I'll alert: He out. had a bad uh, ugh, situation with his wife. She like beat his car with golf clubs. He was like sleeping with every single woman out there. Yeah. So, but he's he got a he's, he's got a cool he's name. Pretty intense too. He's got a cool name. I mean, yeah, he could bench like four hundred pounds too. He yeah, was, he was an insane guy. So, uh, I mean, I'd say was like he's dead, but I have to, I have to check that out. That sounds actually pretty interesting. It's pretty cool. Cause it's just one of those, you know, it's, I mean, this is guys just one of those lifestyles. It's like, you got to just hear it to believe it kind of thing. So it's really interesting to get these people's takes on who this guy really is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, in the new year, I plan on reading a lot more, uh, go back to, to my old school reading habits. Like regular uh, books. Yeah. But I'm just been, I've been in like practice mode the past. Like two months, been trying to just, you know, buckle down on what I'm good at. Well, if you uh, just but, trace, if you just keep, like I said, if you just trace your hand and feet, you can. Yeah, that'll really, if I just keep paying people to do it, then I'll, I'll just really famous. cut into your time. I'll be the next Jack Kirby. I don't know, uh, but yeah, I hope that answers your question, Tyler. Sorry, we don't we don't read that much. Tyler's a bookworm, so he read he reads like a hundred books a day. So, sorry, but. There's hope in the new year. I'm going to read more books. That's my resolution. One of them. We'll talk about that later. Uh, yeah, let's jump into the next question. Yo, Murph and uh, myself. 
As you guys know, I like to tinker with the app all the time, and I accidentally deleted this last question. So you guys are going to be stuck with my voice until I can get them to re-record it. I think it went something like this. Who would you guys say is your favorite female superhero? All right, so favorite superheroine. Not like... Heroin? Not a super drug. I mean, heroin is a word for a female... Not heroin drug. Gosh, man, didn't you learn anything from McGruff? Yeah, don't do drugs. Man, the English language is really screwed up. That's weird. It's weird for sure. I would have to say that my favorite lady superhero would be maybe Babs. Maybe? No. Babs as in Batgirl. I just feel like she's she doesn't get enough credit. She's like as smart as Batman. She was like a she's Commissioner Gordon's daughter. And she just wanted to be a superhero, so she did it. And she became a successful one, even before she got shot in the back. But I don't feel like she gets enough credit. But that's not who my pick would be. My pick would be uh, a lady named Big Barda. Great, great hair, great superhero. She's, uh, and I feel like I like her for, I don't know, weird reasons. She, she's from a race of people called the New Gods. She was born on the planet of the Apocalypse where Darkseid lives. A really creepy place. Really sad. Um, she was trained by their warriors to be like their one of their their furies is what they're called. And the she's like what they called Fu- what furies f u r. Oh, I thought you said furies. I don't even know what you just said. Uh, so she's she's raised to be one of them warrior from from birth. She's like eight feet tall. She's just like this powerhouse of a woman, super strength like a badass bigger wonder woman and she's married to this guy named mr miracle he's another one of the new gods he his power is he can escape anything like doesn't matter what it is he can escape it and he uh he's smaller he's not known he doesn't have like the the batman prowess or the you know the superman strength or anything he's he's cool he can fight and do all that stuff but he's just when they're compared, she's the she's the strength of that relationship, and it's really cool just to see a character it, to be feminine and still be like a powerhouse. So if you get a chance to pick up anything, the latest run on Mister Miracle, which she's in, uh, it's twelve issues. It just came out. It's one of the best stories I've read in a long time. Please pick it up. Uh, Big Bart is who I who I pick. She's cool. okay. That's a good one. So what do you got? So, uh, you're going to like what I did here. I was uh, grooming everyone earlier. Not like sexual deviant grooming, but like a different kind of grooming. Yeah, this is weird. This is starting um, off weird. Remember when I was talking about powers coming out of my hands? Sure. Jubilee. Wow. Jubilee's your favorite (laughs) woman superhero. Nah, I'm just kidding. I was like, Jesus, man. She, her power is fireworks. <laughs> you don't love fireworks? I guess. But that doesn't scream like, save me. <laughs> like, what can she do to save someone? She can alert the police where she's at with her fireworks. Or like, make a bunch of dogs bark or something by just... Ooh, <laughs> yeah. That's dumb. She's your pig? I guess that's no, a pig. I'm just kidding. I was just joking. 
Uh, I don't know. I was really thinking about this. I didn't want to pick like one that everyone knows. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah, cheap pick. Um, honestly, I'm I'm kind of torn between <clears throat> Kitty Pride. Kitty Pride's uh, cool. I really think Kitty Pride's cool. Like that's a cool power, right? The, the ability to run through things. Like you're almost invincible, right? Like super she underrated. Has, yeah, she's in, intang intangibility. Yeah, so she's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, she's an underrated then, hero, even though she's gotten a lot of love in the past few years. She's she's great. Domino's pretty cool. Which Domino's she cool. Got, I kind of like her because she's like got you know the luck, but it like works out in her her yeah, effect a, all the time. A super, it's a super cheating power, but yeah, it's it's cool. Yeah, because she like it almost doesn't even like acknowledge that that's what her power is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, like in the comic book, she can just like if like guys are chasing her or something. She could just shoot bullets randomly, and it somehow it'll hit all of them. I kind of like I, I kind of like Domino. Uh, keep riding cool. Domino. I, I'll, I guess I'll go Domino. Just I don't want to have a tie. It's a cool name, Domino. Yeah, that's cool. She she hangs out with Cable. Cable's my favorite. Uh, Kitty Pride's cool, man. There was this like planet-sized bullet that was coming towards Earth, and uh, she phased the entire planet so that it couldn't. So it wouldn't hit it and blow it up. Yeah, what? She phased the planet? Yeah. Yeah. She got she got stuck inside the bullet. Like she overexerted herself and she got stuck inside this bullet and she was just traveling throughout space. They eventually got her back, but still, that's pretty yeah. badass. Take that, Wonder Woman. Yeah. Wonder Woman Wonder Woman's yeah. just kind of she's everybody picks her. I don't know. Yeah. I hope that answers your question and that that does it for our questions. This was really fun. I hope we had that, quite a bit of questions. Yeah, and we had some pretty, I hope, decent answers. <laughs> well, I mean, we pretty much know everything. So. Yeah, we're experts yeah. on everything. I'm totally especially, joking, especially Carmen San Diego. I, oh. I, I hope that we get to do this often. If, if not, you know, in the form of full blown episodes, depending on how many questions we get, we'll we'll answer a few or one or two during the episodes. You know what I mean? I want to take back some of my answers. Well, we can do a follow-up episode, and you can take back some of your answers. I want to take back some of mine. It's okay. I man. really feel dumb about that time travel one. The time travel one was smart and sensible. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, hey, yeah. Uh, so, what's uh, up? Talk to me. Hang on. I just hold on. I just got a notification on my phone. Oh, what's that? Oh, hey, okay, so check. Okay, so Flipboard, our sponsor, they have an app. Went ahead and downloaded them because I want to show love. Nice. And I just got a notification. This is the first notification I got because I downloaded the app today. Oh, yeah. And oh, ooh, this is dark. This actually fits us perfectly. So the, I'm not laughing because of what happened, I'm just laughing because. You'll see. So George H.W. Bush, 41st President of the United States, is dead at 94 years old. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Flipboard. Wow. I had no idea. That's sad, man. 94 years old. Man, why are these people in their 90s keep dying? I mean, it's 100 years. It's almost 100 years. They've been alive a long, long time. Let me open this article up. So, Wow, dang. Thanks, Flipboard. I had no idea. That's honestly news to me. It doesn't say how he died. It just says that he – it just basically talked about how he passed. Well, he's 100 years old. I don't think what he – like a, a fly landed on him. I mean, it didn't take much at that point. 
Uh, oh, hey, here's a little fun fact. He was the last, he's the last veteran of World War II to serve as president. Oh, wow. That's a weird fact. That's a long time ago. Yeah, that is. So, whoops. Dang. R.I.P. R.I.P. to the Bush family. Yep. Well, that's good. Man, dang, Flipboards, service and purposes. Y'all should Hey, what's it. up? At Flipboard. Yeah, check them out. That's good. I mean, it's got a whole bunch of new stuff on here, but that, like, popped up. I don't usually do notifications. I guess I haven't turned them off yet, but. Yeah. Worked out. Okay, well, there you go. Heck There's yeah. the app in action. All right, what do you have for us for uh, Murph's Brain Corner or whatever you call this little segment of yours? We do kind of have a little segment going on here, don't we? Oh, God, I hate segments. The old Brain Buster. Yeah, Murph's uh, Brain Buster. What do you got this time? Uh, so, I think this is a good one. Okay. Why, why don't people RSVP? Because you just mean like in general or are we talking two events that require an RSVP? Both. Because I think it's stupid. This is this – is, I think it's dumb. I don't ever RSVP. But then one yeah. time I had an event where I needed an RSVP and like nobody was RSVP and it was actually making my life pretty difficult to like buy stuff to like plan for this event. Yeah. And I was really, really – I was really pissed. Okay. So it – while people don't old school RSV, but like call restaurants and say, oh, yeah, we got to say, well, that's, I think that's just an outdated thing. Uh, the people that don't RSVP to events, I will let you in on a little spoiler, spoiler alert of mine. Those people are assholes. No, they don't RSVP? That don't RSVP to events, like weddings or like big uh company events those people are assholes man and they they ruin everything we would you know back in the day and i hate to talk about old careers but we would have huge events and they would throw all kinds of monkey wrenches in people's plans just to just because they want to show up and not tell anybody come on man you're an asshole. whenever when you worked at the club yeah you're an asshole well, and that's the thing is, like, there's nobody ever talks about this, right? We need to make this needs to become aware. Like, people need to become aware of this. This is a problem. We this is a problem in America, and I want to. We need to fix this. Oh God, we we're need, not. Hey, man, this is not one of those podcasts. We need people to ours we don't, ours zip. We don't. Take right? a, we don't take a stand. If you don't want RSVP, if you want to be an asshole, you can do that. I mean, I'm just saying. Think about it because nobody. It's never gets addressed. I don't. I mean, that's a weird thing to. Like you sound like a grandpa. Like that's a grandpa like problem. Like my favorite why? thing is when I why don't the why don't the kids ever RSVP anywhere anymore? That's, like it's simple. You just that? just check everything's on social media, just check yes. My favorite thing is like on Facebook. I don't have it anymore, but I used to. Is that mm-hmm. sad? Uh people would be like, This is the last chance if you want to come to my party, my house party, I need you to RSVP. That's kind of nobody sad. RSVPs. And then they still all show up. It'd be like Oh, hey, and then they show up like nothing happened. Hey, oh man, what's up? Good seeing you. I'll be like, oh, oh, you're here. Oh, you know what? Fuck you. Get out. You're not yeah, coming in. I didn't RSVP you... to your wedding. Well, see you later. And I showed up. Remember, I showed up last. You guys were like walking down the aisle. It was great. Yeah, and we didn't have any. Yeah, it was it really, was... it was really awkward because like the music was playing. Everybody was sitting down, and and me and my wife just like showed up. I'm like Ooh. that's right. Well, okay. In my defense, there was this crazy thunderstorm. That prevented you from RSVPing? Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, we were late because of this crazy thunderstorm. It was like hailing and stuff. We had to pull over. Nuts. 
Should RSVP'd, man. Should RSVP'd. They <laughs> saved my seat. The RSVP karma police got you. Yep, straight in the ass. Well, I don't know. That, I'm I just think, saying. I think that answers your question. It's a worldwide phenomenon, or at least it is in America. It needs to be. I don't think so. RSVP, people. Two events, yes. Two, like, dinner with your wife. No, that's not a thing anymore. Because, I don't know, man. Like, it's rude. Is it rude? I don't think it's rude. I mean, most restaurants won't let you RSVP anymore. Well, the thing is, like, you don't RSVP because I don't want to commit to that because I may have something better to go to. Well, then I don't want to see you anyways. Yeah, and that falls under the umbrella of them being an asshole. <laughs> yeah, assholes. Yeah, you don't want them there. Well, that, I mean, that, that does it. I think we busted bra- uh, Murph's brain, and uh, we had a pretty successful episode. It's been a long one. Yeah, this is a long one. Thanks for sticking in there. We got some uh, interesting questions, uh, interesting answers. And, uh, yeah, next week, uh, what are we talking about next week? Uh, I wish I would have pulled up the calendar. I don't have my calendar pulled up. Yeah, I don't know either. I could RSVP you? Well, we need to tell people we're planning next week so they know to RSVP for next week. Ooh, I got it. Next week is our Red Dead review. I finally been playing it for a little bit. Murph and I might get off in a second and play a little bit of the online mode, test it out. What I like is whenever I play Red Dead preview, I dip, and when I spit into a cup, it makes that ding noise when I play Red Dead. It's weird. Yeah, I like when I'm standing next to my horse and it just craps everywhere. Yeah. Okay, we're giving too much. We're giving too much. Yeah. Okay, so we will see you guys next week. Peace. Hey, fellas, need a gift idea or a shopping spot for that special woman in your life? Then go to shopavislane.com and visit the official website for the Avis Lane Boutique. You can visit them on Instagram or Facebook for custom clothing wear and accessories. Use promo code FALL20 for 20% off all selected items. That's FALL20, FALL20. You can also visit them at shop Avis Lane, S-H-O-P-A-V-I-S-L-A-N-E.com. Don't hesitate and get ahead of your Christmas shopping today. I just want to take a second to thank everybody for stopping by for another episode of the Wednesday Pull List. If you enjoyed this episode, share it around. Send it to your mom, your grandma, your grandma's cousin, your girlfriend, her dad. He's going to love it. Leave a review. Subscribe on any platform that we're on or that you're using. I really appreciate it, guys, and I hope to see you next time.